Hey everybody, welcome into this week's episode of Five for Fighting, the hockey podcast here on the Huddle Up podcast feed, aka Huddle Up Incorporated. Uh, it is me, Mikey B. I am here for another exciting week of National Hockey League talk. Uh, before we start, though, uh, no show last week, obviously. Um, so Christmas and New Year's, kind of crazy in the Amazon world. Then when you get a stomach virus and you can't move like five feet without having to run to the bathroom, kind of makes it hard to record a podcast. Um, so producer Jim uh, ever so elegantly gave me the uh, week off to heal up and uh, basically get my life together, which, excuse me, I was able to do, thankfully. Um, so we're back. Full slate of games, uh, excuse me, full slate of podcasts. We're back, fun galore. Um, we're going to start today, though, uh, topic number one. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes finally lose. Uh, after winning 11 straight games, the Canes fell 5-3 to the Rangers on Tuesday night. Prior to the loss, the Canes had points in 17 consecutive games and had not lost a game in regulation since November 23rd. They had the lead going into the third period. The Rangers were able to add three third-period goals to give the boys of blue the victory. Um, to win that many games in a row is impressive. To not lose a game in regulation for well over a month. Um, tip of the cap to the Hurricanes. Uh, great run there. Um, they currently have vaulted themselves into first place in the Metropolitan Division. They're five points ahead of New Jersey with an overall record of 25-8-6. and six. Uh, They lost to Nashville uh, today, which is the 5th of January. So 2023, not a good start for them. Uh, during the win streak, they beat the Islanders, the Red Wings, the Kraken, the Stars in overtime, the Penguins, the Devils, the Penguins in overtime. Flyers, the Blackhawks, the Panthers, and the New Jersey Devils 5-4 in a shootout before the back-to-back -back losses to the Rangers and now to the Predators. They're back on the ice Saturday against the Columbus Blue Jackets, 4 o'clock um, on the road in Columbus. Our second topic of the day is in front of 39,243 fans, the Boston Bruins were able to send the home fans happy as they defeated the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins at Fenway Park in the Winter Classic. With 2.33 left in the game, Jake DeBrusque uh, was able to tally his second and game-winning goal to beat the Panthers uh, in what was the second of the Winter Classics to be played at Fenway. Difference this time is uh, it ran kind of parallel with the Monster, so that was kind of cool. Um, Bruins get the win, um, but they had to put the... Game-winning goal man himself uh, on the long-term IR. Um, not good. Uh, suffered a hand and lower body injury in the victory. He scored both Boston goals in the third period, including the game winner with about two minutes to go. Uh, he must miss a minimum of 10 games and spend 24 days uh, of the season on long-term IR. The team said his recovery time is ex expected to be about four weeks. Uh, off to the best start of his career, 16 goals, 14 assists in 36 games. Uh, he's second on the team in goals. His career high was 27 in 2018-2019. Um, so it sucks to lose him. It sucks to be um, a 
injury basically kind of derails the best grid, the best season of your career so far, especially coming off of the off the high that he had of being the uh, hero at Fenway and helping the Bruins get the victory over the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, number three, uh, the Canadian national team has won the World Junior Hockey Championships. That's why this show is coming out a little bit later than normal. Uh, I was waiting for the finals of the of the World Junior Hockey Championship. Uh, the Canadians defeated the Czechs three two in overtime to win gold, while the Americans defeated the Swedens eight seven eight seven in overtime to win bronze. Uh, Canada's road to the uh, championship, uh, they were able to beat uh, Slovakia four three in the opening round. Uh, that game was an overtime game. They defeated the Americans 6-2 uh, in the semifinals in a game where the Americans led 2-1, uh, and then they were able to get the victory in overtime over the Czech Republic, 3-2 in overtime. Uh, your other teams that qualified for the quarterfinals was Sweden versus Finland, a 3-2 win by the Swedes, the Czech Republic over Switzerland, 9-1. The Americans defeated Germany, 11-1, and Canada defeated uh, Slovakia, 4-3 in overtime. Uh, the leading... Uh, point getter for uh, the, the entire contest was Bernard Bedard Connor of Canada. He had nine goals, 14 assists, and 23 total points scored. Uh, I'm trying to see. So let's see here. I'm trying to find some more standings and stuff like that. Uh, in the preliminary round, uh, group A was won by the Czech Republic. Canada finished second. Group B saw the Americans come away victorious with Finland coming in second in that one. Um, yeah, it, it was a, it was a good uh, it was a good uh, entire uh, tournament. Obviously, the Canadians and the Americans uh, met in the semis. They were the two teams that everybody expected to make runs uh, at the World Junior Championship. Um, so kudos to Team Canada. Congratulations on the victory. Um, they lost their first game to the Czech Republic 5-2. to uh, Then they defeated Germany 11-2. to They defeated uh, Austria 11 to nothing. Then they defeated Sweden 5-1. to And then obviously to qualify into the, uh, the, final, the final eight. So congratulations to the Canadians on winning the World Junior Championships. Um, tip of the cap to those guys. Um, so we'll see uh, as these guys start cycling back into um, their their teams moving forward, if any of them can take this momentum uh, and basically launch themselves into having an even better 2023. So earlier today, uh, another reason why I held off on this was that the initial 32 players for the 2023 NHL All-Star Game were announced. One player per team was selected, with the remaining 12 players coming later via a fan vote. Uh, so, looking at ESPN.com, uh, they have a couple of different writers um, that basically said um, biggest snubs from the initial 32 uh, players that were selected. Uh, Ryan S. Clark said Rasmus Dahlin. Um this has more to do with the format because there was no denying that the Buffalo Sabres pick was going to be Tage Thompson, a guy who um, has been the Grip It and Rip It player of the week before, will probably be the Grip It and Rip It player of the week again. Um, yeah, 
he he's been great all year. But uh, Dolan's a top three uh, in defenseman and goals, points, points per games, and ice time. He's projected to finish with eighty nine points. Um, so kudos to that guy. Uh, but unfortunately, he wasn't beating out Cage Thompson. It's the same thing that uh, Arda Okel said, Leon Dreisaitl of the Oilers. Obviously, they're taking Connor McDavid. Uh, he's Connor McDavid. Uh, unfortunately, Leon plays on a team where the best player is miles ahead. I mean, let's be real. It'd be like me sitting here telling you that TJ Oshie's a disturb, uh, deserving member of the All-Star team if he was healthy. Uh, it doesn't matter. There's a guy on that team named Alexander Ovechkin who passed Gordy Howe for number two all time. They're taking Ovi. Let's just hello. Uh, Kristen Shilton said David Pasternak. Uh, he's been the uh, epitome of an all-star all season. He's not only one of the best, but most productive forwards in the league. He kept Boston on track early without Martian and Charlie McAvoy. Um, so that kind of sucked for him. Uh, and then Greg... Wisniewski said Ilya Sorkin, uh, the Russian goalie who plays for the uh, New York Rangers. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Sorkin outplayed Igor Shirshkin. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorkin is the Islanders goalie. Igor is the, the Rangers goalie. Um, they then asked, who were you most excited to see in the skills competition? Uh, Clark said Jason Robertson. Uh, Ockle said Trevor Vegas. Shilton said Cole Maker. Um, I mean, obviously it's got to be Alexander Ovechkin, right? Let's see if he can break the uh, the hardest the hardest shot. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be Ovi, right? Especially if he's getting ready to uh, potentially, you know, not be, you know, a a full gore uh, all star moving forward uh, as he starts to wind down his career as he's trying to catch uh, the great one for the all time goal scoring. Um, here are your rosters uh, as of today. Uh, the Atlantic Division uh, goalie Linus Ulmark of the Boston Bruins, Tage Thompson of the Buffalo Sabres, Dylan Larkin of the Detroit Red Wings, Matthew Kachuk of the Florida Panthers, Nick Suzuki of the Montreal Canadiens, Brady Kachuk of the Ottawa Senators, Nikita Kucherov of the Tampa Bay Lightning, and Mitch Marner of the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Metropolitan Division sees Andre Sevashenkov of the Carolina Hurricanes, Johnny Goudreau of the Columbus Blue Jackets, Jack Hughes of the New Jersey Devils, Brock Nelson of the Islanders, Igor Shashirskin of the Rangers, Kevin Hayes of the Flyers, Sidney Crosby of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and Alexander Ovechkin of the Washington Capitals. The Central Division sees Clayton Keller of the Arizona Coyotes, Seth Jones of the Chicago Blackhawks, Kale Maker of the Colorado Avalanche, Jason Robertson of the Dallas Stars, Kirill, Kirill Kaprizov, Kaprizov of the Minnesota Wild, Juice Saros, the goalie of the Nashville Predators, Vladimir Tereshenko of the uh, St. Louis Blues, and Josh Morrissey of the Winnipeg Jets. And last but certainly not least uh, is the Pacific Division, Troy Terry of the Anaheim Ducks, Nazim Kadari of the Calgary Flames, Connor McDavid of the Edmonton Oilers, Kevin Fiala of the LA Kings, Eric Carlson of the San Jose Sharks, Maddie Beneers of the Seattle Kraken, Elias Patterson, Pedersen of the Vancouver Canucks, and Logan Thompson, the goalie of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, special tip of the cap, uh, not a actual topic, but uh, use Soros of the Nashville Predators stopping 64 uh, saves 
uh, in the 5-3 win over the Hurricane. Facing 67 shots, he's able to stop 64 of them. Pretty, pretty impressive. Um, you know, he got selected in the All-Star game earlier uh, in the day and then had 67 shots thrown at him uh, Thursday night. So tip the cap to him. Great, great performance. Um, obviously, love to see what's happening with the All-Star game. Um, our last actual topic uh, of the show is that Jimmy Vesey of the New York Rangers agrees to a two-year contract, AAV of 800000 Um Awesome to see uh, the Rangers organization going in and locking in um, players uh, that they can get. Uh, I'm not going to say cheap, but relatively inexpensive and not having to overpay for free agents. Um, so cool with that. I think that's a great signing for them. I think this is something that will help the Rangers organization. He's been off to a great start. Um, more of this for the Rangers to stay competitive moving forward. Um, because the days of them overspending on big name free agencies, uh, signings has to stop if they want to, uh, eventually become competitive. They got to start building these guys from the farm system. Um, like your teams that have done it before. So definitely tip the Capital Rangers for pulling that off. Um, definitely kudos there. All right. The group in the Rip It Player of the Week. I mentioned his name as an all-star. I mentioned that he would probably be a, a player of the week moving forward again. It is Tage Thompson of the Buffalo Sabres. Hat trick on Tuesday night against the Washington Capitals, uh, including the game winner in overtime. Um, this kid's been dynamite all year. I got him on this list uh, at least two other times. Uh, kudos to Tage, kudos to the, to, to the Sabres. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, that's a really nice, fun, young team to watch. Uh, I watched the game against Washington, being a Capitals fan, annoying that we lost that game. But uh, they're, they're a good group. Uh, I think that this is a team that uh, if they can get everybody to uh, believe in what they're doing, um, this is a team that can compete uh, in the not-so-distant future. Um don't think they're a, you know, drop-dead Stanley Cup uh, contenders right away. Um, no offense to those guys. I just think that there are a couple holes um, in that that could keep them uh, from contending right away. But I definitely think that uh, the, the way that this team has been playing all season, uh, it's a good team. Um, they're just going to keep getting better the more and more that they gel with each other. Uh, they currently, as I'm bringing up the standings right now. The Buffalo Sabres currently sit in if I can find it, which I can't because I don't know how to work my phone. Uh, they are fourth in the uh, Atlantic Division. They currently have 40 points. They're a point ahead of the Detroit Red Wings. Nine points behind the Tampa Bay Lightning. 24 points behind the leading Boston Bruins. Um, Again, I think this is a team that could be good. I think they could be fun. I think they could be a, a, a young team that, you know, if they can can keep building off of this, they have a shot to compete uh, for a playoff spot, um, especially in the Atlantic where it seems like it's Boston and then it's a drop-off to, to, to Toronto and Tampa. That four in that division seems pretty wide open. Um, obviously, the Metropolitan is probably the tougher division. Uh, so if they can steal some wins against the Detroits and the Ottawas and the Floridas and the Montreals of the world – put themselves in a good spot maybe to make a run here for a playoff spot. Speaking of teams putting themselves in a spot to make a run for a playoff spot, our top five, bottom five. Uh, top five, obviously, it's the Boston Bruins, best team in hockey right now. Uh, they were first last week. Uh, no change there. 
Second place, currently I have the Carolina Hurricanes, 56 points. They're up three spots from last week. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs sitting in third with 53 points. They were third last week. Fourth last week was the Vegas Golden Knights. I have them uh, staying in the fourth spot. And a new team to the top five. In fifth, I have the Dallas Stars currently sitting at 52 points. In our bottom five, uh, currently, uh, the Arizona Coyotes are sitting in 28th with 31 points. The San Jose Sharks in 29th also have 31 points. The Columbus Blue Jackets currently sit at 24 points. The Chicago Blackhawks sit at 20 and and their 32nd ranked team is the Anaheim Ducks. They currently sit at 24 points. All right, so that's this week's show. That is the fun that was uh, the Five for Fighting podcast this week. Uh, if you are not already, please like, subscribe, thumbs up to the Huddle Up podcast feed. Uh, you can check us out over at on, a, on any of our social medias, Twitter, uh, Instagram, at Huddle Up Pod. Uh, you can find our link tree where you can find links to the host of the Tuesday live show, uh, Jim, Ernest, uh, student of the game, Kyle Nash, and Matt. You can find their Twitters in there. Uh, you can also find a link to our merchandise store over at tpublic.com slash huddle up podcast. Uh, I think there's like 48 designs, 50 designs right now, including a couple special NHL edition ones. So check those out there. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at they call me burn. Uh, that's the show for this week. We will be back next week with more uh, exciting National Hockey League action, uh, including me giving you guys a little bit of a uh, review because uh, as this show drops on Friday, later tonight, I will be in the nation's capital, uh, Predators versus Capitals, going to the game with a friend of mine. I'm flying up for my aunt's 70th birthday, catching a hockey game uh, the day before. Um, so that should be a lot of fun. Check out the recap of that on next week's show of Five for Fighting. Until then, this is Mikey B. Uh, stay safe, grip it and rip it, score the goals, light the lamp, and I'll see you next week for some more hockey talk right here on the Huddle Up Podcast. Week.